1: Hello, everybody. It is Corey Poirier and back with the latest edition and episode of the show. Also, uh have a brand new guest with us today. Uh, our listeners know, I say it often enough, we love having new guests. We love having uh, bringing on new people and introduce them to our world. Of course, we never dislike our, our previous guests, but it's really great to bring a new guest uh, and introduce them to uh, our community and our world. And so, Jeffrey Saunders, so excited to have you here today. Uh, Jeffrey, what we do that I think is a little different than most shows is rather than me read a bio that I'm probably going to miss up four or five of the words we usually get our guests to tell us a little bit about themselves to kick things off uh not worrying about how far deep you go or how little you go but just a little bit about who you are and your background and then we'll dive in to get to know you better anyway so the question out of that is Jeff can you tell us a little bit about who you are?
0: Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me on today. Very grateful to be here with you. And for those who are watching, very grateful uh, for you to spend your time to uh, be here with us. And, uh, you know, to share about me, I'm in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. I'm 44. And, um, you know, I, I share a lot about my life. My purpose of where I'm at today is to share about my life, share about all the struggles that I've gone through throughout life and, uh, and how I overcame them. So, just briefly getting into it because I, I can go on in different areas, but I will—I uh, I can generalize it pretty good now after three years of, of talking about it—is I share about my childhood how I've had the experiences, and please know this is trigger warning for people with the things that I share, just so you're aware, um, As I, I've had experiences as a child of sexual sexual molestation, verbal abuse growing up with, emotional abuse growing up with, being physically abused, being bullied every year when I moved from school to school to school. So I lived through those forms. Um, I'm pretty sure there was one more form of abuse <laughs> that, I, that I can't recall because I was listing them off. But As a child, going through all that all throughout my years, younger years of life, carrying that energy that I felt that those lower vibrations um, from those experiences of suffering, it caused me to feel I was not worthy, I was not good enough. That is what I was conditioned in all throughout the years of my life as a child going through that. And I thank God I had my rock as my mother. I know sometimes she's like, why don't you ever say anything good? About, make sure people know it's not me. <laughs> but, you know, having my, my rock as my mother growing up um, to be a major uh, role of that unconditional love and support that I felt. But anyways, as I grew into that, as I carried all those lower energies, it formed PTSD. It formed bipolar. It formed severe depression. It formed severe anxiety and also I had severe ADHD. That actually comes from a, a different source of a reason on why people have ADHD. But I carried those as a cha- as I got into a teenager and growing into adulthood, I was diagnosed in all these ways. I had 12 past suicide attempts. The first time I was 12 years old. And the last time that I actually went through that experience was four years ago in February of 2018. And when I went through that experience, I actually died uh, for four minutes, while I was by myself at home, I, I, I ended up was able to finally. It was finally able to happen. But it was actually meant for me to go through that experience because when I came back to my body, I've been gifted with being able to see the frequencies of energy that is invisible to the human eye, and I've been learning and and uh, growing and evolving, and I've healed myself from all the mental health. Um, challenges I had for 40 years instantly healed from each one that I suffered with through the teachings of a higher beings that showed me how to heal it and today I'm giving back healing people a lot of it is uh, uh, trauma uh, experiences of not feeling worthy good enough I have many forms of addictions as well all throughout my life that I struggled with because it comes down to the core understanding that I've found today through the work that I do not feeling worthy not feeling good enough that deep level of feeling it, causes the feeling for us to go into addictions. We have to heal the energies of the past. We have to face them. And that is the biggest thing that I'm doing in my life today is uh, my three hour session has really taken off for me. And and I'm able to bring a person through nine different forms of healings of all different experiences. I've went through over 25 years of doing the healing work um, on this side and the other side. And I've taken all those experiences, been able to put it together, to give back to people, and I've also learned the highest frequency of different many forms of higher frequencies of energy that we can tap into, and I have a workshop put together in one day, and I'm teaching people the, uh, the the many different forms of higher frequencies to use and the power of distant healing. All I do for my work today is distant healing, so I'm connecting with people globally while they're at the comfort of their own home, putting them through experiences as long as they're fully open to receiving and desiring. Uh, the freedom that I will guide them through on the process of how to uh, reach the space that I live in. And now today through all the work that I've done, spent thousands of hours in three years, my life is working with the other side, taking information and giving back to people here today and I, now i live through the being of light of who i am in this physical form i left the aliveness of the human mind of the of the aliveness of thoughts that we that we are here to experience and now i'm living through the light consciousness of who i am in this physical form as i move forward in my life and that sums up pretty much everything <laughs> that i can uh, share to give back on on you know where i'm at today
1: all right well it was great having you i'm just i'm just kidding, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, show's over.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, you just said, you gave me a segue for that when you said, that's everything. But, uh, you know, there's a couple yeah. of directions I'd like to go from go uh, from there, Jeffrey. One, <clears throat> I think it's interesting what you mentioned, and it's just more an observation. And then I want to yes. comment on something you just said uh, to get your thoughts on it. But the observation, it's interesting when you mention, you know, your mother says, please let them know it wasn't me. And <laughs> what, what's intriguing about that is... Whenever you first started sharing what you've gone, you'd gone through, I don't know why, I feel almost guilty saying this, but the immediate thought is it was, must, must have been an immediate parent. Like, that, it's, it's wild how, like, your mother it, it rightfully says, you know, make sure they know it wasn't me because I think we inherently think parent or close relative. And so, yeah. like, it, it would be, if you never mentioned it That's- ever, I think it would be probably logical that are going to think mother or father or both.
0: Well, that's because typically that's how we're conditioned of our personal experiences to have mother and father being raised, right? That's the typical experience that we go through. and uh, and yeah, I had I'm very grateful for the father that I had, even though that is where I learned a lot of um, having to heal from. But I would not be the man I am today doing the work I'm doing today if I didn't have the opportunity to have him as a father. In in the way that he was and he never had the opportunities that we do today, because all it is um, from any form of trauma that you go through that I've learned it's passed on from past generations and they never had the opportunity to heal, because when I share about all the different forms of abuse I lived through. I was not healed from them. Because I was not healed from those vibrations of experience that conditioned my being to feel that experience, it caused me to act out in those ways towards others and then continue to abuse myself um, because I was carrying that energy of not feeling worthy or good enough, right? So even when I share on different things on, on narcissism, on, on the, uh, because I, I used to be a narcissist, my first relationship. Why? I was conditioned in traits of it. I was not healed. I did not have counseling or anything to show me, anything to un, undo the programming that I lived through. And when I share about me of that understanding, it's understanding those who, who uh, I had different experiences with all the other different forms of people, that they never had the opportunity to heal from it either. Because our true self of the higher being of who we are at that pure state of, of, of the truth of who we are, would never have done the things we did if we did not go through those experiences and had the healing for it, right? This is a part actually in the book, the, the next book that I'm in with you, The Power of Forgiveness. It's an understanding of what all my understandings of how to forgive yourself for everything, no matter what you've done there is truth to forgive yourself. And then when you understand yourself, you can understand how to forgive others because they are the same as you and I. And and that's what I share my story, but sorry, went on a little bit there, but felt needed, felt needed for, uh, to go off in that direction for a moment.
1: That's all good. And, you know, so I, I, I totally, uh, completely agree as far as, um, you know, the fact that, you know, we need to heal from this if we expect to be, um, you know, different from what we currently are. And, yeah. and the idea is, well, my girlfriend always says hurt people, hurt people, hurt people, people, yeah. people that were hurt, hurt people. And, and again, to your point, it's what they were conditioned to, it was what they saw is what they witnessed is what they went through. Now, so having said that, um, I wanted to add on to one other thing, because something else yeah. you said intrigued me, and I want to get your take on it. But yeah and I, I've talked about this a little bit lately because it was just recent, but I'm reading a book. I'll correct that. I just finished a book called yeah. the choice by Ogmandino. And so Ogmandino, for those that don't know, his biggest book was the greatest salesman in the world. So like okay. 10 million copies, but he's um, an old school, like a Zig Ziglar guy or Jim Rohn guy. And in his book, he actually talks about it in two back-to-back books because I read, it's pretty wild. I won't go into the details because it sounds almost confusing when I do, but he basically wrote two books. One was fictional (laughs) one nonfiction and both of the books almost share the same thing because his fictional book was really loosely based on his life. But one of the things he said in both books that really struck me, and I don't have the numbers now at the top of my head, Jeffrey, I'm going to, I'll butcher them. So I'm just going to go roughly by what I remember. He (laughs) talked about in new, think about how long ago he's writing this book. And he talked about how, uh, something like I forget the number, but it was something like four thousand people in the U.S. alone were treated for mental illness in the year that he was writing the book, and fifty some thousand, uh, sorry, fifty some million prescriptions for volume were uh, written uh, in that year. And this is again quite a while ago, and and of course here we are, whatever many years later, 35, 40 years later, and the numbers are bigger. But the point is, the numbers are still the numbers are still rising. So yep. the question is, Jeffrey what do we have to do to start finally changing this? Because it seems like, what, you know, what did Einstein, I mean, people say it's a de- dictionary definition, but it's Einstein's definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Okay. So what do we have to finally do, do you think, to okay. change this? Because well, that's kind of sad when you think about the fact that it's still growing numbers.
0: Well, you know, it is insanity. When we keep doing things and we're not trying new things, to change something, we're not going to change. We just, we only know what we know and we keep doing only what we know. We're only going to keep getting the results of what is happening, right? And I think a, a couple of things aligning to me now of understanding that we're in the day and age today where social media is a big thing, we're connected through the internet. We weren't connected, Year like, I mean, it's been where we are today of technology and connecting and cell phones, we're instantly connected always. And uh, we're in this very beautiful space of um, being sensitive, watching what you say, especially, you know, with coworkers and and watching what you say and harassment and being bullied and sharing about bullying and really being strict on on breaking away from these old habits that uh, uh, humanity has carried from ignorance because they were not healed. Nothing, no one was directing them to not do it. And there's repercussions now for doing these things. So we're really growing into that space where now it's a beautiful space where I can share and, and no one's really going to, I mean, there are people that are going to be in a lower space and they're going to shout out and say things, whatever. But for the most part, if you notice more people are being able to share about things personally in their life and they're not holding on to fear, maybe doing your first couple of videos, you'll b- build up a fear because uh, you've <laughs> never done it before. But there's a lot of respect that is given, especially because we can connect on an emotional level. When I share about my life and I'm sharing on that emotional level, it's now opening up. And because more are sharing and and, and people like myself in different ways, they're sharing on the cure of how they're cured and and more people are sharing. It's going to start growing in that way because we're able to share the truth of our own experiences and, and not being held back and more people are listening right? And, and it's going to start growing in that way. And then especially, you know, I, I've healed, um, there, there's many people The one, uh, it was beautiful. I mean, they're all beautiful when I, when I have people who are ready to work with me through my three-hour session, because there's one part that's hard and I had to do them all, um, is that I had a psychiatrist on, in the UK on the psych ward. He has had depression all of his life. He has uh, um, done every form since being a child of things to do on prescriptions, And he had three hour session with me and he wrote a testimonial that he was instantly cured he never he doesn't suffer with depression anymore and he's had this his whole life this is a psychiatrist on a psych ward that i had the opportunity that was fully open right to work with me and there's many people with depression a uh, 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 bulimia there's a young girl with the bulimia reached out to me her mother i had a conversation with because it's free consultations right with us when before we have sessions. but she was healed from bulimia after having that all her life and then there's just many forms of different forms of mental health that i heal through energy because i understand it's an energy that's attached to the light being of your consciousness of the truth of who you are and it gets in the way of the vibration of your truth and it causes mental health um, struggles. That's why there's no cure. They don't have a cure. They're giving band-aids, um, and hopefully some some of them work for people. But some of them, like myself, my last time trying to take my life was because of medications. I wasn't taking them properly. I was on shift work, and it, it caused me to reach that space because I had a lot of lower energy that I had to heal. And once I healed and removed all that energy from the higher beings that I work with, I never suffered with depression ever again. So. We're growing into frequencies and vibrations and people understanding who we are more and more, and we're growing those understandings because people are having personal experiences. You can't tell anyone anything different when you had your own personal experience with something, no matter what no one says. So the more people who have their own personal experiences, the more people that we're aligned to you and I and knowing so many other beautiful people speaking about vibration and frequencies and and energy, Now we're growing into understanding all these other people. Well, hey, this person's getting healed by that person. How is that possible? Or or from him or her or him or her. So we're growing. It's like the seeds were planted 20, 30 years ago, which were some of us. And then it took a lifetime because we had to go through the experiences. We healed in the different ways that we healed. And we keep growing into this beautiful, um, um, I don't know, some kind of, I don't want to say flower because I'm not a flower, but the light of who you are and that light of who you are and that frequency and vibration that comes off to you when you reach the space that we can reach to other people feel that vibration, even though they don't understand it, they end up reaching out to you. So that is the, that that is what comes to me for that alignment of, of, how things are happening, we are going in that direction, we are getting there, but it just doesn't happen like that, unfortunately. There's a whole process of wisdom and knowledge that has to be given through personal experiences to bring us to that point, so we have the realizations and understandings um, to build us to those knowings, right?
1: Yeah, no, I totally agree, and I think maybe what it tells us, what the numbers tell us, what these things tell us is um, the fact that it needs to happen. Like the fact that, <laughs> yeah. that people are struggling. Like, uh, yeah. I'm going to show you something just because I was curious. Yeah. So just so you can see this on the screen, just yeah. to put it in perspective. And there's a lot of work to do. Um, yeah. I, I told you the numbers when he was talking about was like 50 million something prescriptions yeah. for volume. And then you can yeah. see on the screen here in 2017, the number of people diagnosed with a a mental health disorder was 792 million. Yeah. One year.
0: And, that doesn't surprise me.
1: But I mean, but at the same time, like I said, you could take it as a doom and gloom, or you could take it as it means that it should be awakening for us that people are looking for answers because they're struggling. You know, like with that many people struggling, it tells you that w- this world needs healing.
0: So that's exactly the moment you're living in. In this era, right now, you're in it. You're in the transition of change right now in this moment, right? Yeah, it got up to that point, but it's changing because we are here to do the work for those who are doing this form of work I'm doing, who have had, um, you know, whatever experiences to bring them to that high space of, of our higher path. We're here in this point now for that purpose. I'm here in this moment for that purpose, among other things that I am doing, but there are people out there now bringing this information now because the change needs to happen now and now we're in it, right? And change is happening. It's going to happen.
1: So I want to ask you two questions right now. I mean, I say two yeah. questions, I'm not going to ask you them both at once, but I have two questions I want to ask.
0: Please don't, uh, I'll forget the first one.
1: <laughs> yeah, I figured that might happen. I, I try not to do that to people. Yeah. Uh, the, but the yeah. first one is, and I'm going to make sure I note the second one so I make sure I ask it. But uh, the first one is around business so I always want to make sure because we have in our audience we have influencers (laughs) we have business leaders we have people that are speakers authors trainers influencers and so of course you know they're always curious how does this impact them so let me ask you this when we talk about all the stuff we just talked about about our traumas about not healing uh, what we went through and all the stuff that we're carrying with us how does this impact us if we're entrepreneurs or business owners or business leaders? Like how does this, does this show up and we're not realizing it? Because I feel like <laughs> yeah. we just looked at the numbers. There's gotta be yeah. a lot of entrepreneurs that are feeling that at the same time, but showing up with a happy face and, a, and writing, a, writing a big smile in their mouth uh, for the and, sake of other so, people.
0: And, and so many people do that. I've done it, I've been in that space. We've all been in that space because we don't, we, we want to give this image that everything's okay. And unfortunately, when we're doing that, it's actually keeping us sick uh, on the level of not feeling worthy or good enough. What happens when we're going into a business of, of, the, of the perspective I can give um, of understanding <clears throat> with the business aspect is, one, the vibration of manifestation. So if I do not feel worthy and good enough from things I have not healed... I am running at a lower vibration, I cannot manifest the greater things that I can, because I do not feel worthy or good enough for it to happen and unfold in this lifetime for me to unfold. So if you do if you if you're holding on to experiences, believe me, every single experience you have ever lived through matters, the good and the bad, all of them. But if you have unhealed experiences that cause you to suffer, that is where triggers will end up coming up, right? Of certain situations, because it's going to show you that uh, something happened in the past and you're being triggered because that vibration is coming to surface and it makes you act erratic or in some way of a mood swing or something of not being able to face and deal with it. what's going on in that moment because you're holding on to an experience you haven't healed in the past. But The worthiness is the biggest thing that comes to me. Here I am doing my own business uh, page. And and if people look it up, the canadianhealingmedium.com, we're just Googling it. um, I, I will actually be finally finished after focusing a full year. And it's finally almost completed. And I am so excited for that. But for pricing, for instance, if I did not feel worthy of myself and I didn't feel good enough, there's no way I could charge Um, And and for the work that I'm doing, what I'm charging is very low on for the the money I've spent to be in this space, you know, being $200 Canadian an hour. And if I did not feel worthy or good enough, and I didn't feel worthy or good enough of what it is that I'm asking for, people would not feel uh, that attraction to me to feel the confidence that I have because I'm holding on to not feeling good enough from the past and it's affecting how much I can charge. It's affecting um, my confidence level for what it is that I'm doing. Right. So, you know, those are just a couple of things that, that just pop up for alignment for me on how, on how it would affect me with my business.
1: I love that. And I said, I had another question I want to follow up with. I'll just add one thing in that regard. Yep. It's, it's interesting that um, I, you know, it, when you talk about you know like self worth and stuff, and this is gonna sound weird, but it's one of the things that I like, that
0: I like weird. So well, one on. of the
1: things that's worked <laughs> for me is yeah. I say it sounds weird because of what we're used to. So for yes. me, for instance, I'm a guitarist, and I have, I have too many guitars. But let's say I have like twelve guitars or whatever. Never enough. <laughs> never enough. Yeah, if you're a fan, it's never enough.
0: <laughs> your wife is like, no, don't be telling him that no <laughs>
1: Yeah, Well, I haven't bought any in a while. So that's a good part. Yeah, Uh, Yeah. The last two guitars I bought, uh, now I bought them used, but I bought a a Taylor guitar, which Taylor is one of the higher end guitars. Uh, mine used, I think was 900 and new. I mean, well, and like anything guitars can go up to a hundred thousand dollars for a Taylor guitar. But my point is, um, you go buy a guitar at the store for your kid, you're probably going to pay 50 bucks or hundred bucks for an acoustic. And, yeah. you know, mine was say a thousand and it's worth more than that. Uh, mm-hmm. Then my aunt was selling her Martin guitar, which is around 3000 and I bought it for mm-hmm. a better price than that, but it's used as well. But my yeah. point of this, uh, Jeffrey, is most people, not most people, some people will be like, why would you spend that much money on a guitar whenever they might not sound the same, but for the most part, you know, it's very similar. Like, uh, there's people like Willie Nelson has been playing a guitar that's was a hundred dollar guitar. He's been playing it for like forty years. So, yeah. if you're a decent guitarist, you can make a guitar sound pretty good. So, the yeah. question is, why would you go buy a higher end one or whatever? Well, for me, there's two reasons. One, I do feel the Taylor sounds different, for example, uh, yeah. and I love the way of holding it. it, it suits me. But the second part, which is the part that's strange to people. Is I actually buy it because I want to tell myself I'm worth buying. The, I'm, I'm worth buying a guitar that is a high-end guitar. Like in other words, oh. I I don't have You've to earned it. Yeah, I earned it. Uh, but the part that's weird about it is I maybe. Other than maybe on an event where I talked about, it, you know, talking about why would people pay, like talk, comparing like why people pay $1,000 for a pen when they can buy a 10 cent Bic pen or whatever. Like, so I might yeah. have done that with the guitar as well. Why would you buy this yeah. when you can buy a $100 Yamaha? And so I compare it to the word side. But the part that's strange is most people, I think when they buy stuff like that, they want to tell everybody all the time. But yeah. for me it's for me, like it legit is because I, it's my own thing is I grew up raised by a single mother and that kind of stuff wasn't accessible to me. So my, my point of all that is when you talked about, uh, I'm worth it. I need to, I need to be able to charge, uh, this to prove I'm worth it to myself. And, and, you know, I need to be worth it to clients. I think sometimes that helps us as well. You know, so whenever we treat
0: ourselves, well, I I wouldn't, I I wouldn't be careful though, how you do it. Well, because here's the thing with that. I wouldn't charge something to make me feel worthy of it. I already feel worthy of whatever I do in my life today, because I have healed from the things in the past, but the few things that aligned to me when you were speaking was, um, <laughs> i am try to remember <laughs> you're speaking. I had all these different alignments to the things that you said, but choosing the difference is the value that I bring. Right. So it is a value that I am going to bring to, uh, give you what it is you're seeking and desiring for, right? So the value that I bring is the value that a transformation that you will feel from my session that will impact your life moving forward, right? In the way that I am designed to give it only from my personal experiences of of my transformation is what I give back to those who, who have that. So When you're picking a a guitar or someone wants to pick with the person they're going uh, to, one thing to always look at is the testimonials, right? Always look at, I I tell people and other healers are, are all different, beautiful people doing soul work, get testimonials, especially if you can get video because you'll connect with people who are sharing on an emotional connection. And do you feel value to that? Does that bring value to your life? Because if you're going to spend $30, Um, To talk to someone for, uh, you know, on, I don't know. uh, uh, And there's nothing wrong with this when I'm saying it, because I've used these options throughout my life. And I tell people, well, one, you can watch my video for, I give my time for free on videos to help people and healing in different ways. And two, there are government um, fundings for things. So, you know, with me, I had to, uh, well, not just me spending the government too, (laughs) but Tens of thousands of dollars to hundreds of thousands of dollars have been spent on me all throughout my life, but I did the work, it wasn't just given to me, nothing was given to me for me to be here, except to not die, each time that was given to me saying no you can't go no matter what you do, even though I kept trying over and over in different ways, they're like no you're not leaving, like you might as well just give up you're not leaving here, Um, but it comes down to me I think and I feel is more the value that you bring to someone's life. And if they're looking for that value and the quality of how it's going to change the quality of your life, right? And they're getting reviews and seeing the connection emotionally to other testimonials and it connects to them. Then they reach out to me for that free consultation, right? Because all throughout the counseling and the 200 sessions I had throughout my life, it never truly changed the depths of how I felt Within it helped me in healing in many beautiful ways, but it never truly changed how I felt. I was always still suffering within because no one was doing deep energy work with me and understanding the different layers of different vibrations of energy to heal me from it. And, you know, uh, that's what I spend my time and work on and what I invest my life on. I don't go in relationships, I don't go out with friends all the time. I'm literally in my room working for three years now, investing my time. So to me all the work that I've known that I've done, right? The value I bring to myself, to me, is priceless because every experience I went through that I did the work for gave me a priceless feeling, but there has to be a value and between $200 for counseling to $350 all throughout my life, I'm lowballing it at $200, even though I know it's worth way more and, and, and giving back, but it has to be reasonable because a person has to want to invest in themselves like I did right? If they just want something for free, I didn't, even though I I had funding at times, I'm not going to lie, in many different ways, um, but I did the work to seek for that funding to then then pay for what I wanted. Money was always aligned to me to make things happen, right?
1: Yeah, and I mean, I want to add one thing to that too, and then I want to ask the one big question I always ask every guest before we let them run, but I'll just add to that what you just said too, it's important that I mention because it's, it's an area where there's, I always say with everything, there's, I don't believe anymore in absolutes. There's always a, it depends, you know, to, yeah, to yeah, scenario. But yeah. um, as far as even what I was talking about, as far as um, pricing and all that, at the end of the day, I believe as well, and this is whether or not it's your service, whether or not they're hiring uh, Tony Robbins for uh, $500,000 for a keynote, <laughs> or they're hiring somebody <laughs> up the street for 50 bucks, yeah, whichever yeah. way you look at it. I believe there there's two things one there has to be results you know there has to be results that are tangible but i think the other thing and this goes back to a seth godin thing that he talks about so seth godin the passive marketing guy people i don't know who he is but anyway seth godin talks about in the purple cow his book called the purple cow that no matter what you need to have a remarkable product so if you want to be an app to
0: keep getting people to come
1: right like if you want yeah. to be an Apple, if you want to be a Harley, if you want to be uh, Jeffrey Saunders, it has to be a remarkable product because it, yeah. it, at one side, like you could say, okay, well, Apple's done this great job positioning themselves as the, the little company that's taken all the big companies down and now's the big company. But at the yeah. end of the day, you only buy that for so long. But if you were buying the computer or the phone and you bought it and it was day old and it's burning and it set on fire and then you buy another one and it craps out, people will yeah. only put up with that so long. So they yeah. also have to make a remarkable product.
0: Yeah, if if you want to keep more coming in. But the biggest thing that really jumps out to me of the wordings that you've used uh, of of me um, having an alignment to, everything has value. Not one thing has more value than the other if you look at it in this perspective, that even the $50 person, you're going to learn things from it. It might not be the heights of what you're seeking for. Doesn't matter. You're still going through personal experiences and learning of the contrast of what you like and what you don't like, what you need and what you don't need. There's great value because on a soul level, your soul going through that experience is gaining wisdom and knowledge from that $50 person. And they might have one piece of information that they needed to hear. And then they realize they heard it, there's an alignment and then their souls like, "Hey, I'm wasting money, not wasting, but this money I'm investing, it needs to invest in someone else. I, I wanna save up and get a, 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 a loan from the bank to see Tony Robbins for an hour, right? And they, they want the value and they will go out to do the work to to get that. But the whole thing to that is everything has value. Not one thing has on a soul level more than the other, because you are learning and growing from every single experience that you go through. And that is great value for the wisdom that you're gaining in this lifetime.
1: So that was a great segue for my final official question, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. and I'll, I'll add there's never enough time. Like, to, uh, no, just a to be, I'll call it a to be Continue with your promotion. Yeah. But, yes. and we've already had you on for the Blue Talks interview in the past. So it's so great. Yes. but yeah, but this will continue. So this is to be continued, but uh, yeah. Jeffrey, this is a question. I don't think we asked her in the Blue Talks interview. And I don't think I've asked you this question yet, but I do ask almost everybody that comes into my life, this question at some point, the question is, I call it the time machine question. And essentially it's simply this, if you could jump into a time machine, go back and visit a younger Jeffrey, uh, based on what you've learned in the year since, what do you think you might tell him in terms of life advice?
0: Well, the first thing says I wouldn't, and a lot of people will be will understand that too. I wouldn't change. There's not one thing or one experience I would change out of any of it. Um, but if I were, here's, here's the separation I want to give you, because I would not go back and tell myself anything, because it would change things for me to be in this moment, and I don't want to change anything. I love everything. I love all the hurt and pain. I love all those experiences of wisdom that I gained through it, because I'm able to use it to give back to those who are suffering in these ways, if, if I had changed. now. If, I, if there was a parallel, I could jump over to another life and, and, and go back and tell myself this one thing to live through new experiences for my soul to gain new wisdom and knowledge. That would be different of, of, of doing that. And the biggest thing, you know, it's the biggest thing through all those that suffer on the other side that are suffering here in their experiences is they don't feel, and it makes me very emotional feeling this right now, is they don't feel worthy or good enough. And it's the root to all energy that needs to be healed is feeling worthy and good enough. And when we heal, major goosebumps, when we heal the experiences of 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 bringing myself to a space to get healed earlier with the right, the, everyone's the right person back then, but now jumping into it, spiritual healers of energy healers that have healed their own life and they're giving back in my perception today is probably the greatest form of healers, um, even though there's no judgment to any of them, but to give you the transformation to feel freedom more instantly um, would be in healing the energy because our soul is what feels. It is what gauges energies within us and around us. It is what is gauging the emotions that you're feeling. It's not anything to do with this physical form. It, things stem into this physical form from it. But when we heal how we feel, I didn't mean to make that rhyme, but when we heal how we feel, one thing, it changes how we think. It changes our thinking process when when those energies are healed from the past. It's really being in the direction of taking this little boy that was hurt, going through all those experiences to the age of 12, and when I first tried to take my life, and bringing him to an energy healer that he felt safe with that he could be vulnerable with because openness and honesty with vulnerability is the key to our freedom that I have learned um, in my lifetime. So I would have uh, shared that for him to feel the right person to feel safe with, to be open and honest about his feelings and vulnerability and to heal. And my whole life would have shifted in this whole new direction of being freed from everything that I have gone through.
1: So, you know, I, I have to say that time machine question, uh, you went further down the rabbit hole than most people, and I love it. So I'm glad you yeah. did that, Jeffrey, because, yeah. and I also, I want to add something you said there about, I wouldn't change a thing. I wouldn't go in the time machine. I, I, I used to ask this question. I used to follow up and say, but would you go in the time machine? And I have some people who say, I wouldn't go in the time machine. And I try to still get them to go hypothetically, what would you say? But having said that, I'm the same as you. Just if full disclosure, I wouldn't go in the yeah. time machine
0: here's the cool part though it when we go to pass and we're back on the other side is you review your whole life almost entering into this reality watching everything you're doing learning and growing from watching yourself as you learned and grew you're going to basically go in a time machine and you're basically going to go back and observe and learn from all the experiences you have gone through so you're going to end up hopping in one anyways when our when our time is over uh so it's kind of funny because that aligns to me you know
1: no, I, I appreciate that. Totally. I, 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 but from the same context that you uh, mentioned, it, as far as this physical place right now, where I'm at, yeah. I wouldn't want to change a thing. And, I, and if you believe in the butterfly effect, I'd be worried it would change anything. So I wouldn't get in the time machine either. Yeah. But also yeah. to your point, if I knew it could, I could go in a parallel universe that wouldn't affect this. I would yeah. take, I, I will answer the question because I can go on right. the journey. It doesn't mean I'm actually going in the time machine. So yeah. I just want to clarify that too.
0: Yeah. And then plus, you know, at the same time, I am so grateful, and I wouldn't change anything from this experience. And if I didn't have this experience and I went to another parallel, um, I wouldn't have the wisdom and knowledge I knew from the experiences. So I still want to go through it, even though I never want to go through it again. Um, The thing is, uh, I've gained so much wisdom and knowledge for our being within to, to now have grown so much when we go back to the other side that I wouldn't even want to change what I went through right? But it's taking that wisdom and knowledge parallel. Okay, yeah, there's a lot of things I'm going to change to live a new way, right? So (laughs)
1: absolutely amazing. Well, uh, Jeffrey, this has been an absolute pleasure. I knew it would be. Um, Like I said, I'm going to call it it to be continued. But just before we both run, I just want to ask you that last question of how can we find out more about you, your work? Is there a hub? Where would you send people if they want to explore further, reach out to you or want to work with you?
0: Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, the first thing I, I said briefly earlier was, uh, Googling the Canadian healing medium or the Canadian healing medium.com. And like I said, by the time people are watching this now, uh, my webpage, you can go on there. All the services are there. It's, uh, it's done so beautifully. And I have to say, thank you to my, my web designer. She did it from scratch and I actually, she became busy, um, in the last while. So I had, uh, uh, beautiful people from uh, the Philippines. Actually, their pricing is amazing and their work is amazing and I'm having a great connection with them. So, you know, you can go on my webpage, all my services, click on the menu in the top right. You can go and see my guided meditations, my testimonials on video. Um, their written ones are on the main page. So all the options will be there. You can connect with me any part of the way because there's always that click free, free consultation just to speak with me um and and then we can connect to the form of service that you need or if you want to take my workshop at the end of this every uh month of the month and like i said i think earlier i have beginners who know nothing Uh, to reiki masters wanting to learn new tools and knowledge to be more powerful for not the ego but for the result of giving back more and being powerful to help those who are suffering and i really teach the power of distant healing because like i said i don't need to be next to anyone and uh and we can do this so especially in this time and day in this world you know to be able to work from your laptop not connect not be next to anyone because of covid and all these restrictions i'm not limited Right, I'm able to do what it is I'm able to do and, uh, and I give back in that way. So all the information is there for that. And on Facebook, actually, if you, if you type in um, uh, for groups, Jeffrey Saunders, the Canadian Healing Medium, I do a lot of lives and sharing um, on that platform as well. So you can always add me on there.
1: Uh, amazing. Well, Jeffrey, I salute you. I will continue to wave the flag for all the great work you're doing. Uh, I love both the energy you bring to everything you do. And I love um, the, just the perspective that you bring for people that they wouldn't see elsewhere. So keep doing the great work you're doing. We'll wave the flag. Same, and send people Same you as wave. you.
0: Uh, wave thanks. the flag for you. Same to you. Love all you do too, man.
1: I so appreciate it, and uh, and I'll just say thank you, my friend. Uh, you are the real deal. And um, for those that um, want to check you out, of course, in the comments below, they can check out any of the links that we yeah. include, uh, or like you said, just Google uh, the Canadian medium and uh... the Canadian
0: healing medium. No, okay. <laughs> it's Canadian always America. like a tongue twister for people sometimes, and but the, the Canadian the... healing medium. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and and the algorithms. We want to make sure we include each part of it because that helps it come up to the top quicker. So. Yeah. Google the Canadian me- medium, sorry, the Canadian <laughs> healing medium. There we go. It it ten right?
0: times. Uh, that five,
1: I'm going to say it five times after I get off for practice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Google, Google that. Yeah. And then yes. uh, you'll find Jeffrey or go to his website and uh, yeah. And and tell him we sent you, but also just know he is the real deal and he will take good care of you. So,
0: and, and- you know what, if, if someone, yeah, no, thank you. And if someone reaches out from watching this uh, video, you know, say Corey 10% and I'll take 10% off my time for you.
1: <laughs> oh, amazing. Well, I'll, I'll spread that word as well. I'll let people know. I yeah. might send it out. When the, when when this is airing, because you when know, we do these interviews uh, yeah. pre, in advance, we'll say, but um, when this is airing, I'll put that out to my newsletter crew as well. So thank you so much, yeah. Jeffrey. You're the real yeah, deal. Thank
0: you. Thank you. You too.
1: Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Yeah. Until next time, I'm Corey Poirier, uh, joined by Jeffrey Saunders, uh, the Canadian healing medium, the real deal. I said there it. I go. nailed it this time. <laughs> uh, like I say, until next time, everybody, thanks for yeah. joining us. All right. <laughs>